The Steve and Alan Podcast with Steve and Alan. Yes, indeed. Hello and welcome to this podcast. Now, let me explain. The one I was doing with the BBC, we got coroned. It's annoying, but at a time when everyone is starting their own podcast that no one wants to listen to, I was already doing a podcast that no one wanted to listen to, but Corona got in the way. There was a priority issue, I guess, and fair enough, but I thought we'd dust off this old RSS feed from the podcast that I did back in the day, and we'd put some content on here. So get subscribed to this. We'll see what we can do in the coming weeks. Maybe some sketches, maybe some chats with comedians, maybe, I don't know, maybe all the news will be about coronavirus, and eventually it'll get too samey, and we'll just become immune. Oh, imagine that. That'd be nice. Anyway, let's crack on. The Steve and Alan Podcast. Let's review the week. What a week it's been. Scientists now think that losing your sense of smell is one of the main symptoms of coronavirus. Such a shame that it happened at a time when we're not allowed to use the London Underground and therefore can't notice the benefit. Pornhub made all of its contents on its site free. So yeah, it is actually impressive that I got round to making this podcast, actually. And a woman hit the news when she converted her old bathroom that she said looked like a public toilet into a new one for just £223. Bet she wishes she hadn't bothered now. If it looked like a public loo, you could use it and pretend you'd left the house. Uh. The Steve and Ellen Podcast. There's only one main story, I guess. Coronavirus. COVID-19. Doesn't it already seem dated? Rebrand it, COVID-20, or you'll lose the millennials. But hopefully you're dealing with a lockdown. During his lockdown, Sir Isaac Newton developed his theory of optics and worked on calculus. During my lockdown, I've also worked on optics. Well, I've watched a lot of TV, and that uses light. Um, Mainly the optics I've been working with dispense vodka. So it's been a bit much. And when the 1st of April ticked by, we all hoped we'd hear... The headlines. Boris Johnson confirmed coronavirus was just an April Fool's prank. In a press conference outside Number 10, he said the signs were there. With huge sums of money being put into the NHS, it should have been clear it was only a wind-up. But that didn't happen, and I had to go back to my previous working theory that I'd simply given up other people for Lent. But it's a confusing time, and we used to do this podcast on a public service broadcaster, and now I say that out loud, I realise, yeah, it was an odd fit. So I thought we'd get a scientific expert on, because it's 2020, it's the year of liking experts again. As we talked about this when I was a guest on Talk Radio earlier this week, here's a clip. 92% of the public say that washing your hands frequently will stop the virus from spreading. 90% believe that staying inside will stop the virus from spreading. 89% believe that keeping at least two metres distance from other people will stop the virus from spreading. What's interesting, though, is you've got at least you know, 8, 9 or 10% of people <laughs> who don't think that's true or, or don't know. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I, I thought this was going to be the turning point after last year... Last year was all about learning the word pro-road and being told that experts didn't know what they're talking about. This year, we learned the word furlough, and it was about experts knowing what they're talking about, with governments looking to experts and saying, oh, these people have spent their life researching it, and they say this, let's go with that. But you're right, that's still 10% of people who hear these experts and go, no, I don't believe a word they're saying. So it's 2020, experts are good again, and I'm joined by one now. Hello. Uh, Hello, Steve. Thank you for joining me. Literally can't go out of the house, Steve. What else am I going to waste my time on? And I asked people on social media to tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen to ask any questions that they needed answered. Okay. So here's the first one from David in Daventry. says, do I need to buy toilet roll now that I'm washing my hands more? Oh, God, the humanity. Yeah. 
I'm not quite sure of the logic in that one. Indeed. Well, Dave, I'd say yes. You still need toilet roll if you can find it. It's a system that works very well, uh, better than just having a scrape and washing your hands. If you have coronavirus and you sneeze before you wash them, you'll end up looking like a toddler who's been eating cake. Wow. And as you heard at the start of the show, Pornhub have made all of their content free. So Okay, moving on. Steve from Stevenage asks, and I've seen other people ask this on social media, um, can I still have casual sexual encounters during the lockdown? Well, interesting question. At first glance, you'd imagine no. But if we look at the government's list of reasons that you can leave the house, daily regular exercise, and sex does count as cardio. You say that, but you do get asked to leave the gym. But the government also says you can only exercise with someone you're living with. So you can nip out for sex as long as it's with someone you live with? Yes. Well, what's the bloody point of that? You could have a sexual encounter with a stranger as long as you stay more than two metres away at all times. Two metres? If you could reach... That's not a todger. That's the kind of thing you could fight someone off on London Bridge with. Um, Oh, and it's worth reminding your listeners, you can't have casual sex with anyone who's over 70. Okay, next question. Mark from Market Raisin. How long does the coronavirus last on surfaces? Uh, Finally, a serious question. Yeah, he adds, because I haven't done any cleaning since the lockdown started, and I'm guessing pretty soon the place will clean itself like hair. No. No, it could last anywhere from a few hours to several days. Are you still answering the previous question? What? Look, we'll leave it for this week. Thank you very much, Doctor. Oh, I'm not a doctor. I'm... What other angles of the coronavirus news can we bring to you before we have this week's guests? Oh, in America, Donald Trump is doing a great job. Insert a long pause before doing a contextual pivot. Of making us think that we're dealing with it well over here. <laughs> well, there's been various accusations that they haven't done enough testing. Trump strikes you as the kind of guy who doesn't like tests. Spelling tests? Have you seen his tweets? Drugs tests? Have you seen his tweets? Paternity tests? Have you seen his kids? So it's little surprise that they were slow to embrace the testing for COVID-19. Is this an issue that will bring the left and right together, though? Here's a clip from a press briefing recently. Joe Biden's campaign came out with a statement today saying that, Biden, that Joe change. Biden would be open to having a phone call with you to talk about the coronavirus That's pandemic. Okay, sure. Would you take his call? Would oh, you, absolutely. you would talk to him I'd about it. To speak to him, sure. Biden and Trump will have a phone call. I mean, on one level, good. They shouldn't meet in person. They're both in vulnerable groups. But you know they won't actually talk about coronavirus. Get two people like that on the phone, they'll reminisce about the good old days when you could breathe on a woman's neck or grab them without all that bad press. Hey, Biden, really, really bad news. Our top doctors are saying coronavirus can lead to a loss of sense of smell. So how are you going to sniff a woman's hair? Joe? Joe? Joe. The Steve N. Allen Podcast. So this week in the podcast, I thought we'd chat with a comedian or broadcaster, someone who knows what it's like to uh, have to say words out of their face hole for a regimented amount of time to make some content. That's what we're after these days. And for that, we're joined by broadcaster Mark Machado. Hello. Hello, Steve. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I would say broadcaster and probably podcaster, because I think you have to put that after everyone's name, like Esquire. Yeah, well, I, I just assume everyone's got a podcast until told otherwise. Right? It's the polite way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. I think there's 60 million people who live in this country, but 100 million podcasts are produced every week. Oh, so, at least two, yeah. Yeah, yeah go do the maths there. <laughs> um, so other than rampant podcasting, what have you been up to? And actually, no, the more important question, how have you been up to? Um, I have. I am howing well 
and what mm. have I been up to? I've just been trying to do as much stuff to keep me busy as possible. So I'm just literally uh, firing out as many podcasts as I can, helping as many people do as many different things as I can. Um, just anything I can possibly do for my bedroom laptop, um, I'm doing. Right. <laughs> I think you might need to change your business card to podcast enabler. Because yeah. that's all you're doing. You're enabling people with a, an addiction to making podcasts. And I'm fully aware I'm doing one right now. <laughs> you see, I, I think I think podcasting, though, basically, there's kind of three things you can do, right? You can kind of keep the country going, as in you've, you've got some sort of key worker role, where which is an essential service to, to keep us all doing what we need to do. To I, I, I want to say be happy, but actually I think happiness is is slowly going out the window. I think it's getting to the point where it's just like, well, we could just kind of survive and I'll of some level of contentment and then the the second thing which is probably the most important thing is you can actually be saving lives so you can be working in the hospital or working you know uh driving an ambulance or you know doing something within the nhs or the other life-saving organizations that they work with or you could try and keep the nation happy by creating content i'm very much in that third bracket and i'm trying to get as many other people to create content as well um, that could be as simple as just like a joke on a Facebook page or just putting out a funny tweet. Or it could be like actually making some sort of hilarious video that you that goes viral. But one way to get into that quite easily is to make podcasts. They're the gateway drug of content, aren't they? In many ways, yeah. And that lots of people are doing them and should probably be arrested for them, but the police are just too busy. Do you mean like that? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And that you know, okay. they probably should be bad. And the war on content we the, the police have just given up trying to fight that old podcast stuff. It's very much yeah. marijuana off the content world. I mean, that's that's making it sound better than it really is, isn't it? Um, so for all the people doing... I do like the fact you break them down into three categories of, yeah. of roles that you can play during this crisis. Um, I like the fact that the Venn diagram of the last two, the people who save lives and just churning out content that might pay, make people grin like they've got wind, um, you get your broadcasters. And because I still technically have broadcaster on my, you know, my CV, um, yeah. we are we're essential workers. We're key workers, and we're allowed to travel. And also, there's that song last night, a DJ saved my life. Add all that together, and we've got a god complex. Yes, I very much do. You are quite right, which is why I've been driving around the M25, just flashing my all my press passes out the window whenever I see a police car. It's like, don't worry, mate. So press. That's me. Do what I want now, can't I? In some yeah. ways, I feel like I'm more powerful than the police are. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go too far on that. We've, we looked at some stories this week about the police being overzealous. Uh, one woman was fined three, no, £650 for refusing to tell the police why she was leaving her home. Yeah, I read that. That it's, it's all... I, 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 my take on it is that the police have got these extra powers. They're a little bit bored because I imagine overall crime is kind of going down. There can't be that much. It must be just quite easy to find the people who are doing crimes. So yeah. they're just now like got to the stage where it's like, right, let's just go question anyone we see on the streets. I'm, I'll be honest, right? And actually, you know, jokes aside, I'm a little bit nervous about leaving my house. Mm. Yeah, well, I've not left in, in days now. I think Sunday was the last time I left because um, I've got enough food in and I've not felt like exercising. And I don't, I, I can't afford 650 quid. What if I get the questions wrong? Although well, I do think. If I were stopped by the police and they wanted to know why I'd left, I would lie rather than pay £650. Just seems like, you know, if you want to know what my moral value is, it's about 500 quid, I reckon. Yeah, I think that's kind of fair. I'd lie for, I'd lie for less. I'd lie to the police mm. about for less than 100 quid. Oh, and also... I'm, I'm much cheaper than you. 
that's what we've now we've D- discovered, haven't we? Yeah, that's why we got you on the show. Yeah, got to yeah. do something to make me feel good <laughs> while I'm not washing. Um, and uh, someone posted on social media saying that they thought you could only be charged 60 quid, fine 60 quid. So I don't know what happened in that altercation with that woman. Maybe she refused to say why she left the house but had to keep nipping back in to get a keys purse, stuff like that, and went back in and out 9.83 recurring times, and it soon tots up. Uh, yeah, I reckon it was actually 11 times where you get a discount after you get to 10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the that, free market is still out. winning. Yeah, exactly. Of all the um, other news stories about corona and the lockdown, any others that have caught your eye that you've enjoyed? Uh, the thing I'm... So what I've actually done, and I know this is quite counterintuitive to, to my profession because I work in news and broadcast and all that, is I've actually said, do you know what? I don't want to get involved in the news at the moment. I don't need to know what's going on out there too much because the more I read it, the more kind of depressing it gets and the more it plays in your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. So I've been living for my for my daily allocated like kind of walk, government walk. That's where I'm at in life. Okay. What's your walk um, involved then? Since we can't talk about the news, and actually this is a stronger strand for a podcast, Walking Watch with Stephen Mark. Yes, so I uh, leave my house, I turn left, I walk to the top of my road, I cross the road, at which point I can enter the park, which is known as Farnham Park. And that first I bit do... had a Chumbawamba vibe to it, by the way. I had a Good. kind of like a whiskey drink. Because it does feel like I've got knocked down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got locked down and I got up again. Don't put that in the podcast, write that down. That's a parody song when I get bored in week seven. Carry on. Um, and there you go. You're making content. You see, I have a caveat to content. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I walked into the park, and then I do normally. At first, I started with one lap, which I run half of it. I do it with my mum, so she she can't she can't run as quickly as I can. So mm-hmm. I run half of it. Then me and my mum catch up while I do some skipping, or I wait for my mum to catch up while I do some skipping. Then I walk around and we have a chat about probably what I'm going to eat that night for dinner and then we do it all over again we do two laps and then we come back home and that's the highlight of my day and that is why i cannot wait to get out and go to a pub yeah i feel like we need to do regular updates on this to see just how thrilling actually how thrilling those walks are and how much that skipping turns to mocking because if you could run ahead of your mum and then spend that time going like come on slow poke I'd, i'd say do that it wouldn't help her health mental health during this but it might help yours so what I've done is, because I'm a big fan of the Rocky films, I have taken it upon myself to train my mother as if she is getting ready for a fight. Good. So I'm making a run, I'm making a skip, I'm making a shadow box, I'm making her do chicken. sit-ups and press-ups. If we had a chicken, I would yeah. do that. I've also been holding up big pieces of meat I've found in the freezer and getting her to punch it, which I don't recommend because you shouldn't hit frozen meat. We, she isn't actually getting ready for a fight and she is a, a woman of a certain age who should not be punching meat I mean there's a clip we could just if we were still making little trails for this there's a phrase that we'd lift out of there uh, well listen to you and your mum stay stay safe, stay in, stay well stay all of that and hopefully we'll speak to you again soon but meanwhile thank you very much for the update broadcaster and podcast enabler Mark Machado thanks for having me Steve the Stephen Allen Podcast just time to leave you with a few stories that we didn't get to cover in this episode. A fetish website donated all of its medical scrubs to the NHS. Surely they also have hand sanitizer there, because I've seen what they do, and they'd need hand sanitizer. They'd need hand sanitizer. 
In the US, there were false claims that coronavirus could be cured by using a blow dryer up your nose. No, it won't. But it would add volume to your nose hair, so it's not a total waste of time. And biologists have revealed that you can create raising agents using dried fruit, beer, or water from boiled potatoes to make bread if you can't get to the shops to buy yeast. And if that fails, I bet that Gwyneth Paltrow candle's worth a try. Listen, subscribe to the new feed, follow on Twitter, at Mr. Stephen Allen. Spread the word, will you? We're back. Till next time. Bye. The Steve and Allen Podcast with Steve and Allen.